It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Happy New Year to you, wherever you may be. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together in 2023, here we are. Happy to be with you. Happy to be providing some wonderful metaphysical insights. And today that is, if it's ever true, it's true today because Michael John Fierro, famous numerologist, joins us here in just a moment. But let's kick off our new year, even if we're a week into it, by saying hello to the man without whose efforts we wouldn't even be in your ears. I'm talking about our producer, Nathan Detroit, Nathan Miller, the tall guy. How you doing, Nathan? Good morning, Gary and Suzanne. And... <laughs> Happy New Year to you, too. <laughs> Did you have we a safe are... celebration? Nice and safe. Uh, it's kind of weird what happened with the Space Needle this year. I don't know if you tuned in to the broadcast or caught the replay, but things didn't really go so well this year with the New Year's at the Needle. Oh, oh sorry no, to didn't hear that. Hear about oh, that. you didn't hear about it? Well, you want me to tell you about it? Sure. Okay, in a quick nutshell, first of all, the... There was absolutely no wind, so all the smoke from the fireworks just became a big giant cloud that engulfed the Space Needle, and all you oh, saw no. were just like little flashes inside the cloud, and you couldn't see really any of the fireworks at all. And then there was this drone show that was supposed to go with it, and as something happened, and the drone started two minutes late. So if you're familiar with this New Year's at the Space Needle fireworks show, they do the thing where they like launch fireworks off slowly up the uh, shaft of the Space Needle, and it kind of counts down to the new year, and then it goes off in a big bang once uh, midnight strikes. Well, the drones came in two minutes late, so about two minutes into the fireworks show, all of a sudden the drones appear, then you see 10, 9, 8. They're counting down for the new year, and then it goes, Happy New Year, as the fireworks are still going at 12.02. And the fireworks <laughs> show ended, and the broadcasters were really confused because they thought it was still going on, but in the meantime, without any fireworks uh, lighting up the sky, there's these drones just flashing random images as it's really <laughs> so- quiet. It's, yeah, it's it's, moment. It sounds like a bollocks <laughs> to me. Yes, I, I totally missed it. They were in New Orleans, and they t- they weren't even uh, when midnight hit in New Orleans. They were doing something else. So they never unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> I want to jump in here and say <laughs> two things. Number one is we really want to thank uh, Matt Shea for being a guest host for us uh, before Christmas. Uh, he, he always does a great job, and we really appreciated his uh, doing our show for us. We had a couple of weeks of, of replays of Christmas music and mm-hmm. a couple of our best shows, but we determined we, didn't, we wanted to start the new year with a live show. We just didn't get home in time. So we are broadcasting our live show today from the Fairfield in Lookout Mountain in Chattanooga, Tennessee, just because we wanted to be back live once more. And we are triangulating with our guest today from New Jersey. Gary, would you like to say more about that? 
Oh, yes. Well, you know, in a situation like this where Seattle Space Needle, I won't call it a fiasco, maybe some uh, do there. I just wonder whether that's an oddity or an omen. And here we are going through all this minus 24 wind chill right around Christmas there for us in Chicago and all kinds of things going on. God bless the young man there, uh, the Buffalo Bills, who appears to be recovering. Uh, I think that is accelerating. And we certainly uh, hope that uh, Mr. Hamlin, young as he is, I think he has youth on his side, frankly, will be back on the field or at any rate back in the peak of health. And all I can say at this point, and Michael John Fierro will have some things to say about this, but with all the craziness going on, isn't it heartwarming and reassuring to see that the levers of government are smoothly pulled in the direction of progress so that we know what we can count on safely, smoothly, in an orderly manner to move the American government forward? Thank goodness for that. It's been an entertaining week, to say the least. And we're never shy of entertainment when Michael John Fierro joins us. He is internationally recognized and honored for his work as a numerologist. He is of the Pythagorean tradition, and I'll let him explain that. He can do a much better job of it than me. And he's been on our show any number of times providing insight with one extra special thing today. Michael is going to take the second half hour to make himself available with all those numbers in his head, neatly organized for your benefit. It's our gift to you to kick off our year on Manson Mitchell by giving out the numbers when we take our break at the bottom of the hour, after which, get yourselves in queue, Nathan will handle that detail, and then we will take as many of your calls as possible, as many as time will allow, in order for you to get a personalized numerological reading from Michael John Fierro. And we archive these things so you can listen to it again and again and again in 2023. But enough of all that palaver. Let's say hello to the man himself, Michael John Fierro. Welcome once again and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you and thanks for having me. Glad to be back. We always like having you back in the beginning of the year because you write quite a bit about what each year means And we have reviewed uh, 2020, 2021, 2022. And this morning, Gary and I read what you wrote about 2023. And like any year, it's a combination of good and bad. But I wanted you to start with the good parts. Like what, what is good about 2023 before we get to the cautionary and liability parts? Because Gary and I got very excited about some of the things that we were reading about what this year portends. So in a, in a good number seven year, two plus zero plus two plus three equals seven. Tell us, what, what does it mean to be in a seven year? Well, per, uh, universal years, they work in nine year cycles. So we're, we entered the seventh year of the current cycle, which began in 2017. So each year in a cycle, you build on what you started in the first year. And in the seventh year, just as in the Bible on the seventh day, God rested. There's a part of this year where we kind of need to step back a little and reevaluate and reassess. We need to take what we have learned and make adjustments and do what we can to uh, make things moving forward a little smoother. 
Um, the the watchwords for this year are seek, investigate, question, and discover. This will be a year, um, a seven because it has such a close affinity to math and science and research and analysis, um, could very well bring about some new breakthroughs in medicine, in scientific discoveries, um, and even, Lord be willing, uh, education. Um, but this is a year where we kind of have to take a deep breath, look back, see what we've done, how do we make these adjustments to move forward, and then take information and share it. Um, it it's incumbent upon people that they learn to seek the truth. Uh, one thing for certain, because one of the things about a seven energy, uh, oftentimes, especially when it applies to human beings, is what you see is not what you get. Um, so it's very important for people to question. Don't take things for face value, whatever it is, just because you read it online right there. That's skept reason enough for skepticism. Do more research rather than the first thing you come across. But look for answers. Demand answers and do what you can to participate in the process of making things better. Um, this is, uh, you know, there, there's a, a thing. Uh, seven is also there's a um, an occult, spiritual, metaphysical energy to it. So we should dig deep for answers. Uh, we should look to incorporate as much information and wisdom as we can into that which we do that which we examine and make sure that we're fully informed and fully educated about whatever it is. And that also includes questioning others uh, about motives, reasons, and, and all the rest of that stuff. Michael, uh, when you talk about that seven year and you're talking about investigating and questioning, it applies not only to the things that are outside ourselves, the systems and how they're working or not working, but you say in what you wrote about 2023, it also applies to that internal investigation. And Gary and I were both uh, really interested when you said people may find some of their hidden intuitive talents that have not come out before the seven year, but a seven year is a time not only to question and investigate the outside, but to question and investigate the inside. And to that extent, you may find yourself using your intuition more or developing an intuition that was undeveloped. Do I, do I have that right? Yes. Yeah, that's very correct. Seven is very much an internal number. In ancient times, sevens were considered mystics. They were immediately taken and put into situations where they would learn. They would work with the mentors and the teachers and the philosophers and everything else to gain and gather as much information personally as they could so they could go out and become the teacher. We all have some level of intuitive ability. Um, is everyone going to discover it this year? No, but those who are in tune with themselves, in tune with the universe, um, I would certainly uh, urge them that if they start to get uh, sensations or inklings of things um, outside of the, their normal realm, that they should pay attention to it. They should pay attention to those inner messages and outer messages. Um, the outer messages need to, you need to learn to process them and assess them and value them for whatever they are, and then work to incorporate that information into you, into your internal being. 
I like that a lot because you're not only improving your knowledge about how the world works and what you can do to make it better, you're also improving your knowledge about how you work and how you can make your life easier. And this is a good year to do that in just by the mere fact of of stopping and thinking and researching and and looking at your life maybe a little bit more closely. What what is it that you believe? And do you want to carry that belief forward or do you want to make an adjustment in something you believe? Exactly. And and then, you know, there is that part of reflection. And and because this is a universal year, we need to reflect back on what has happened. Again, this is the seventh year in the cycle that started in 2017. So we need to look at what's been going on all along. Unfortunately, fortunately, whatever, however you want to view it, 2017 is when Trump took power. Um, as I was talking to Gary yesterday, you know, the election was in 2016, which was a nine universal year, which should have been a year for tossing out the old, ridding ourselves of things that don't work. Sadly, we made a decision to step backwards instead of forward. And, and now we're paying the price for this. As we can see in the ensuing year since 2017, nothing's really gone smoothly. So we need to really uh, sit back and reflect on, okay, what's been going on? And this is personally, and to to use the broad phrase, universally. Uh, As a country, we need to examine what are we doing here and why are we doing it and what good is it doing us? And once you do that, again, wisdom, knowledge is the the end-all, be-all, in my opinion. Knowledge is the be all and end all, the alpha, the omega. And behind that, behind the veil, as it were, Michael, I'm curious as to the, the depth and the breadth of influence as measured numerologically when we talk about the people who control that knowledge. Who are the gatekeepers of knowledge? Who are the ones who funnel it through a filter for? dissemination to the entire world those are the people who have some genuine power and they don't necessarily have to be elected to do it they just need to be and to be active at their work true but that's where it's incumbent upon the individual to not take everything that they're told for face value right on. do your research uh, part of the, you know, as I said the other day, I'm proudly getting ready to accept my third chip from FBA, Facebook Anonymous. <laughs> um, that's a cesspool of information and idiocy. Um, and I, again, I said to you, I never understood how you could post something when you can open another window on your computer and type in what you're posting to see whether or not it's correct. But yes, we, we do need to, to pay attention. We do need to pay attention. Knowledge is power only if you are the only person who has access to it. Mm. And that's where leadership comes into play. You know, don't just take what your politicians and government people are telling you because they're saying it that it's true. Um, we, as you mentioned in the beginning, the last five days have been quite a spectacle of uh, incompetence and ineptitude and whatever else. But the other thing there is because it's taking place in a seven year, and this is the thing that I'm most curious to see 
what deals were made behind closed doors. Oh, yeah. For us to get to the final decision that they reached. And we're going to find out how this plays out over the next weeks and months. Um, personally, I think McCarthy sold his soul um, because he thirsted for that job. I don't think uh, I, I, my sense here is that he made a lot of agreements that only benefited him getting elected and will not necessarily work well for the entire country. And in, oh, I yeah. did his best thing left because I'm a little curious and I can see why the way he is because he's only has one one in the spelling of his name. The average times ones appear in the average name is three to four. So when you have less than the average number of ones in your name, what you uh, have is a lessened sense of self. Your own self-identity is not strongly defined, which makes you very malleable in the hands of others. Mm. And people who can hone in on that will be very easily uh, able to control him because there's a lot about him that just, you know, kind of please like me. And if you don't like me, what can I give you to make me like you? So um, it, it's going to be very interesting to as this plays out. Michael, I said this is this is truly the case of the tail wagging the dog when you have 220 um, Republicans and 20 of them or 10 percent are ruling the roost. I said, you know, what are the other 90 percent doing? I mean, that's the dog. And you got right. 20 people who are running the whole show. That is that is the proverbial tail wagging the dog. Right. And, and his inability to rein them in. Yeah. In just that process. Yep. Does not, he's, I've never viewed him as a leader. Right. Um, right. Uh, it doesn't bode well for him leading anything other than total no. chaos. Yep. yep. And now yep. that these people know that, look, if a couple of us get together, we can put the gabosh on anything uh, that can be dangerous. The other side of that is, you know, Democrats don't have that many less members of Congress. And all right. they would ever need is five or six or ten yep. moderate Republicans to say enough yep. of the craziness. We're going to go over and work with these people here. And that will totally kill any agenda the Republicans have. That's about the most hopeful thing that I've heard about that situation. Before we go to our break in a short time here, I also wanted to have you talk about what the potential negative side is about a, a seven year, because in any situation, whether it's astrology, numerology, no matter what the, what the event is, there's always two sides to the coin. And so on one side heads, the other side tails, on one side heads, this potential for uh, personal growth, growth as individuals, gaining knowledge, making good changes, making good decisions. And then you flip that coin over to the negative side, to the tails side, and there's some things that you really need to look out for in a seven year. So what kinds of those things should we be uh, watching for? Well, first and foremost, in the natural world, in the world of nature, water. Seven, there's a, a, seven represents water. Um, 
And as we have seen over the last few years, the precipitation amounts and intensity has continually gotten worse. Uh, so uh, um, I will not be surprised. Actually, it's already started. Look what's going on with the rain on the West Coast. California getting inches of rain. Yep. They've been in a drought and now they're drowning. And my sense here is that this is going to happen worldwide. Flooding, extreme downpours, uh, storms that have a lot of moisture in them that will be relentless. So we need to be very careful there. The other thing, uh, as I said in, in my essay, uh, you know, with numerology, you always want to look back what's happened in previous seven universal years. And first and foremost, in this country, 1861 was a seven universal year. It was also the year the Civil War began. And the way some things are going in this country, um, I sense, uh, as, and, and actually <laughs> that whole fight for the speaker, that whole nomination process was kind of a microcosm of the rabble rousers mm -hmm. becoming loud enough that they became the story and the influence. So on a global scale, we need to be careful of the dissenting voices especially the dissenting voices that are so ready to throw everything away. So I don't know what they think they're going to rebuild, but uh, so we need to be careful there. Um, you know, civil war in 1861 was North versus South. It was slavery versus no slavery. My sense here is that it'll be democracy versus authoritarianism. And again, seeds that were planted in 2017. Um, you plant a seed, it's going to take roots one way or the other. So we need to be careful there. We need to be careful of, of controversy and, and we de deceptions and malfeasance and bad actors doing bad deeds, all of that. Every Again, everybody needs to really tune into what's going on. Don't just ignore um, the news, although I can understand why anyone would want to. But we need to be careful. People need to be engaged. And as I said earlier, do not take everything at face value. Just because someone in authority is telling you this is the way it is doesn't necessarily mean they're telling you the truth. So we need to be careful there. Um, talk about money and talk about addictions. Well, I guess seven is also a number of addictions. If you have a seven challenge in your chart, chances are very good you came out of addicted a family with addictions, or you yourself may be prone to addictive behavior. And because of what's gone on over the last couple of years with COVID and the shutdown and the isolation, we've already seen a rise in uh, the misuse of of opioids and and all kinds of drugs. So people need to be careful. It's good to go within. But don't go within to hide. Go within to seek answers. Don't look to anesthetize yourself from the problems in the world and in your life. Do something about it. Because once you acquiesce to, oh, I'll just take this pill and make myself feel better, well, then you're totally uh, abdicating any responsibility you have for, for participating in your own life, let alone the world. So people need to be careful. There's nothing wrong with going for counseling. There's nothing wrong with talking to friends and family if you're not feeling right. Um, and again, because seven is such an internal number, there could be a tendency for people to withdraw even more into their own little bubble, their own little shell, their own little world um, at 
great uh, disservice and harm to themselves and consequently to the people around them. And well, watch well your said, money. Michael, uh, one thing I discovered this week, just browsing on the internet, I ran across a, a quote, and this will be a paraphrase, but the great psychologist, the great humanist, there, Abraham Maslow, said that in our decision-making, we are either moving toward growth or we are retreating into safety. And I thought, well, there's one more caveat there. When we retreat into safety, are we really safe or is it the illusion of safety and we, we thus deny ourselves a growth experience? It's the illusion of safety. If you're being chased by a bear and you lock yourself in a room, it doesn't mean the bear is not outside. <laughs> And, and the bear can get quote. inside. <laughs> right. And here's a quote for you. To survive is to evolve. To evolve is to move forward. And to move forward is to recover. Thank so you for that. Are, you know, there's some words that for consideration for people. Um. So, so again, with the seven, it's real important that seven energy gets directed positively because the negative side of seven can be very, very dark. It's very manipulative. Um, it's very deceiving. Um, again, not to beat up on them, but I love doing it anyway. Um, you know, when Trump first came, blew onto the political scene, although in reading uh, Margie, Maggie Haberman's book, he's been dallying since the early the late 70s um but his he's double sevens and i i consistently told people what you see is not what you get here this is a guy who knows how to tell you what you want to hear with no substance he knows how to read people i'll give him that he knows how to read situations and things like that but he's such a narcissist that everything revolves around him but um the deception part of him is what really, uh, it astounded me that that many people fell for it. So we do need to be careful. We do need to ask questions. If there's one word that would define a seven, and that would be the question why. Mm. Sevens are seekers. They are information seekers. They are researchers. A, a true seven doesn't take things for face value. They do. If you have a child who's got a strong seven energy, you will forever be peppered with questions. Why? And if you say to your child, go clean up your room, uh, they'll say, why? And you'll say, well, because I said so. And the child will respond, well, that's all well and good. But why? They want to know. The seven wants to know and doesn't take um, nonsense. Uh, readily. We're coming up on a break, Michael, and I want you to, um, we, Gary said we would take some calls today. You said you would be happy to take calls today. We've been talking about the seven universal year, which has been um, uh, defined by 2023. Now, people also have personal years, and that's what you're going to discuss with people. We've talked about the seven, but now what, what is um, a personal year, and how will that um, t tell people what you're going to be asking for when they call in? Well, all I'll need is your first name so I can address you properly, and your full birth date, month, day, and year. 
And out of that, I will give you your life path. And um, I'll probably talk to you about your challenges too, because in, in my work, in my personal work with numerology, to me, the challenges are the most important part of the chart because uh, they are the area of the chart that creates the greatest hardship, the most difficulty, the biggest problems. So um, I may so, not necessarily address each person with the same type of information because I just go with what shows up as soon as I start writing. Okay, so uh, as far as the whole world goes, the whole world is a seven, but now we're talking about individuals and what their life paths are. Correct. Okay, that's great. And so and, what, and what gonna... we'll address is the personal years, because just as seven is a universal year, we right. each individually go through cycles that are also nine years, right. and all based upon your birth date. Um, right, but uh, the right. general thing with with the nine year cycle is is very quickly. In a one year, you plan and plant, and in each succeeding year, you work using the energy of the personal year to work and and grow what you have planted. So, in the eighth and ninth year, you will reap what you have sown there is a progression there as with anything if you plant a garden you can't just throw the seeds in the ground you have, you have to water it you have to fertilize it you have to weed it and that's again our analogy because it's a thing to kind of comprehend um so uh people each have their own continuing series of nine-year cycles and uh depending on again their birth date it depends on on uh, what personal year they are in, and and just a note: personal years go birthday to birthday. They do not follow the calendar year. I know there's a lot of numerologists out there that insist that it does, but it makes no sense because the calculation is based on month and day of birthday and the current universal year. You can't use January first as that yes, because that's right. Everyone would have the same year, right? Right. Okay. Andy, for those people who are born on, on New Year's Day, but uh, yeah, I'm not. So, <laughs> all right. I, but we right, do. They're have... the only people whose personal year goes <laughs> the calendar year. Lucky them. That's right. Michael John Fierro is our honored guest of the hour. He is a well known and well respected numerologist, perfect for this first day of Manson Mitchell as we measure time right here on AM 1150. Let's go ahead and take our break. Let Suzanne, me give out the numbers. Give the numbers so that people uh, can get in queue and get their get personal, personal reading. All right. I'm sorry I was jumping on you, Gary. The numbers to call from anywhere in the United States is area code 425-373-5529. That's from anywhere. Let me repeat that. 425 373-5527. If you're in Western Washington, there's additionally a toll-free number, which is 888-569. Wait a minute. 2298. Did I get that <laughs> Let right? Let me read Nathan? that out for you there, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> the toll-free number. This is a for... show where we're using numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the toll-free number for Western Washington is 1-888-298-5569. Five five six nine again one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. 
Thank you, Nathan, for confirming that. Nathan will take your call, give him your first name, month, day, and year of birth, and Michael John Fierro will give you information that will maybe be very useful to you at the start of 2023. Thank you for listening to Manson Mitchell on 1150 AM. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world-famed, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell. Manson Mitchell are on the road here making our way back home from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we have Michael John Fierro, numerologist, starting off our show here in the new year in 2023, talking about 2023 as a universal seven-year Michael uh, John Fierro does numerology for individuals, and today he's going to give us a little sampling of that. If people want to connect with you and get some um, uh, personalized reading from you, a long one, Michael, where is the best place for them to find that? They can go to my website, michaeljohnfierro.com and click on the products and services link. That'll bring you to where you can book a reading. And you can also purchase my book on the site also. And the book is called? You Know Your Name, Look Up Your Numbers. Look Up Your Numbers. Okay. so That seems to be reminiscent of it. That's I was going to say that's reminiscent of a rather obscure Beatles song. Good for you, Michael. That's exactly (laughs) where that title came from. Excellent. Because he was an adv- he was a proponent of numerology. 
Oh, he, okay. He engaged in numerology. I had met a guy in, in New York back in the early 90s who was a numerologist, and he had worked with John. So We have some people who would like to talk with you, um, Michael. So, Nathan, who is the first caller that we have for Michael to talk to? Our first caller of the day will be Jody in Seattle. Welcome to the show, Jody. You're live on Manson Mitchell. Hi, thank you. Hello, Jody. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Happy New Year. You too. Okay, Judy, you have a 22 uh, life path. Now, numerology is based on the numbers 1 through 9, and then there's master numbers, 11, 22, 33, 44, 55. Master numbers, to me, in my work, are an indication that on some level you volunteered to come back and incarnate on this plane at this period of time. The 22 is a master builder. So really, your your main drive in life is to be involved in things that improve the greater good. Now, that can be on a local level or a global level, whichever way you want to go with that. But it's very important with master numbers that you uh, direct your energies outward. Do not get into anything for the sake of just enhancing and improving your life because it'll backfire on you. The more you do where you direct outward, that will be the reason that the rewards will come to you. Um, you are currently in a three-personal year, which began at your, uh, your birthday last year. So this is a year for socializing. It's a year of creativity, self-expression, uh, reading, writing, um, art, whatever the case may be. It's a very social year. The caution there is to be very careful of third-party involvement in your affairs. If you've got a situation going on with someone else, um, be careful that there's not a third person off screen that's kind of manipulating the situation, uh, either pro or against uh, your efforts. Well, you do have a one lifetime challenge. So your biggest challenge in life was to learn to stand on your own two feet. Yeah, that's true. And thanks for clarifying the birthday thing, because I've always felt it started in with me in June rather than at the beginning of the year. Right. Again, yeah. if anyone who does numerology knows how to do the calculation, then that, that January 1st thing makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, you have some difficulties with authority. You don't necessarily like to be told what to do. <laughs> um, but it was important for you during the course of your life to learn to stand on your own two feet. And it probably may have taken you some time. You have a three challenge in the first position. So issues around self-esteem, self-expression that were formulated when you were young, if you haven't gotten past them, will still be an issue. You need to believe in yourself. It's quite conceivable that somewhere in, during your upbringing, someone told you to shut up, you don't know what you're talking about, and you may have taken that to heart and owned it where you shouldn't have. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Jody, thank you so much for calling in today. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. Bye Happy bye. New Year. And let's go ahead and move over to our next caller for set for them. Anything you need to mention before in between Gary and Suzanne or ready to go? We're ready. Okay. Let's keep this rolling. All right. Our next caller is sur <laughs> Surprise, Jackie in Surprise, Arizona. Welcome to the show, Jackie. You're live on Manson Mitchell. Hey, thank you. Happy New Year, you guys. Happy and New to Year, you, Jackie. Jackie. Happy New Year, Jackie. Oh, Jackie, you have a seven life path. So you mm -hmm. are very much the seeker. So a seven life path is the, is the number of teachers, writers, 
um, researchers, scientists, mathematicians, people who do analysis. Um, you are definitely a person whose favorite question is why you are a natural skeptic. You tend to not take things for face value and you're always looking for the next answer. The caution with the seven is this. Yes, it's great that you question things, but you need to learn to accept uh, is that your final answer, Bob? That kind of thing. Because oftentimes the seven will ask a question, get an answer, and then question the answer. And that just keeps going on and you end up a dog chasing its tail. So you need to learn to trust your intuition and your instincts when you're giving information or whatever. Um, how does it feel to you? And that's the, that's the quality uh, characteristic that I always encourage people. Don't ask yourself, what do I think about this? Because that's a very left brain question that will just lead to other questions. If you ask yourself, how do I feel about this? It's You will get a much truer response. Um, so, And you're also in a seven personal year. You will go into an eight at your birthday in March. So this current universal year is in line with your life path. So it will enhance any uh, efforts that you put forth along the, the line of what you do with your life. And up until, um, again, until your birthday in March, that seven is, is also present. Um, when it comes to challenges, you have a four challenge in the first position. Did you come out of a home that was very disciplined? Uh, perhaps someone in military, government, police, something like that was part of the house? No, just yeah. the opposite. Just very little, um, yeah. No guidance. No guidance. Oh, okay. All right. That, well, that could certainly be the other side of that. Um, and and uh, how did that affect you? Did it make you um, kind of uh, blasé about structure, or did it put you into a position where you went to polar opposite, where everything needs to be structured? Kind of in the middle, it actually has made me really aware that I was probably more the mom and dad in the family than my parents were. Okay. All so, right. I'm pretty and you have a three challenge in the, in the lifetime position. So again, your sense of self-worth, self-esteem, self-expression, a big thing for you. you it, it, uh, uh, my wish for you is certainly that you have gotten to the point where you uh, accept yourself and are confident in yourself. Worst case scenario, you, you're a little tentative and never really um, inclined to put yourself forward. And if I can share a quick anecdote, I also have a three lifetime challenge and, and I'm a bright guy and, uh, and I never had a problem in school. But the one thing I never wanted to do was speak in front of the crowd. Uh, you know, a, a, an oral book report, anything like that, used to just scare the crap out of me. Uh, and it wasn't until the late 90s uh, when I'd come back to New Jersey and I befriended uh, the manager of the local Barnes & Nobles. And she uh, invited me to come to a talk on numerology. And I readily said yes And until I got home and I realized, oh, my God, I just volunteered to do the thing that I most fear doing <laughs> yep uh so i made up my little note cards and i was as ready as i could possibly be and i got to the store that night and there were like two people sitting there and one thing i've learned over the years it's much easier to speak to a big crowd than a small crowd 
because in a big crowd, you're going to get some energy back. Small crowd, it's a crapshoot. But then people started showing up, and they kept coming, and they kept coming, and they kept coming, and the store, everybody in the stores around trying to find shares, and the place was packed. So I'm now talking to this huge crowd, and I've got my note cards, and I'm tempting to, and I just couldn't do it. So I just said to myself, okay, Michael, you know what you're talking about. I did what I call the empty-handed leap into the void. I know my subject. I know what I'm talking about. I put the cards away, and I just began to speak spontaneously. I spoke for 90 minutes, got a standing ovation, and never again was fearful of speaking to a crowd. So sometimes we have to push through those. So I'm just, I, I share that with you in case you are still grappling with that kind of a thing. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there because the only thing that's creating the fear is how you're thinking about it and how you feel about it. It's got nothing to do with anything else. I love that story because one of the things is, is I know I have a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, and I know a lot of things, and I would like to be able to, you know, do that sort of thing. So thank you for saying that. You just, uh, that's one of the things I'm working on this year. Again, remember the phrase, the empty-handed leap into the void. That's all you have to do. Just jump. You'll be fine. And, um, you know, with a seven, because the other side of a seven can be very shy, very introverted. And I have a seven uh, expression, the total of my name. So uh, it it, it was a challenge for me. And it still is at times. Um, But if you believe in yourself and you, if you, once you push through that wall, you'll be fine. Well, so find so a topic much. that you really uh, like and, and enjoy and want to share and book yourself a little lecture somewhere. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank happy you for happy new year, Jackie. Always great to have you call in. Oh, the same to you. Take care. Bye. All thank right. you, Jackie. And our last caller oh. for the show, do you need to say something, Suzanne? No. Okay, no. we have Sean in Seattle. Welcome to the show. You are live on Manson Mitchell. Hello. Hello, Sean. Happy New Year. Hi, Sean. Happy New Year. Okay, Sean, you have a six life path. So you're a caretaker. Six is the number of mom. It's the number of home. It's the number of teachers and healthcare workers and counselors. Six is very much about helping others. Now, um, what kind of work do you do? Actually, I'm an engineer. An engineer, a, interesting. Yeah, but I work in project management. How's that? Okay. Um, because of that six, you may have a tendency to attract people with problems. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, because they sense in you that that parent energy. So they may be, uh, you know, without knowing numerology, vibrationally, they're attracted to you because they get the sense that you're the kind of person who will listen to their problems, Yes, which is all well and good. But you need to be careful because especially for you, you have a six challenge in three positions. Hmm. Now, the six challenge, the worst case, the worst part of the six challenge is um codependency huh and you need to be careful that you don't attract you know uh that kind of a relationship and because your tendency numerologically would be to attract people with problems um your relationships could kind of fall into that ugliness of codependent behavior 
Uh, so it, it's a caution. So you need to be careful there. The, the overall challenge of the six is the challenge of responsibility and service. Learning that it, you, you do need to be responsible for yourself, the people in your orbit, you know, your family, whatever. And you need to be of service. You need to be doing things for people. I think your natural inclination might be to, to, to step up when there's a project that needs to be handled or, you know, and not only at work, but perhaps at home or in the neighborhood or the community, whatever the case may be. Um, Home is important to you. Do you garden at all? Uh, Unfortunately, no. I I live in an apartment, don't have too much space outside. Okay. Uh, But I, I, if you ever have an opportunity, even if it's a community garden, um, people with the six, there's a connection to earth. There's a connection to Mother Earth. And and I've always recommended to people that gardening, working with Earth is a good way to uh, balance yourself and to kind of have that Zen moment where you lose yourself in the process of the connection to Earth. And it allows the the the, uh, the problems, the personal problems, the human problems, to kind of disappear for a while. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yep. You are in a two personal year. You'll go into a three at your birthday. So this is a year to work in co- cooperation with others. Uh, to to do uh, to, again to work with other people. Partnerships, relationships have an added importance in a two year. Um, and it's also a year two where you may find yourself uh, in a position of mediator um, at times uh, because two is the mediator. Two is, has the ability to see both sides of a situation or a problem and be able to formulate an answer that satisfies both parties. Okay. Good. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank you. I'm curious to know, let me bust in here for just a moment, Sean, in your role as project manager, don't you find that at times you need to be a mediator? Oh, indeed. Right. And then kind of try and attribute things before as the parties sit down and then, yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, yes. it sounds well, promising again, for this year. Sixes are our problem solvers, too. Okay. Um, again, think of, think of the mom energy. Who fixes the problems in the house? It's mom. Mom, right. You know, you have an issue at school, you, your tendency is to go to mom first. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and that's a wonderful quality to have. Again, you need to be very careful that people do not take advantage of you. If the same person comes to you repeatedly with the same issue to which you respond and give some sort of an answer, uh, if they keep coming back, then it's developing into codependency. So it's very important for you in that regard that you learn to establish boundaries for yourself. Right. Yeah. You need to say, yeah. listen, you asked me this question for the last three weeks. I've given you the same answer every week. It's time for you to do it yourself. Yes. Yes, I can do that. Yes. Uh, okay. Good. Very good. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, thank thank you. Happy Sean. New Year, Sean. Happy New Year, Suzanne. All right. You know, you brought up something interesting there. Uh, I'm sure Sean will benefit from hearing everything that you told him. But also, Michael, there's a lesson in that for all of us. If we are the type 
if we're the type of people, and I think that comprises a lot of our listenership, quite frankly, people who want to know, who want to do well, and who want to do well by others, there is the hidden danger, it seems to me, that if you are dependent upon to often not only is it codependency, but if things go wrong, people have a tendency many times to not take responsibility for themselves. They'll lean on the advice of others. And if things go kerblooey, they want to blame you. Exactly. And that's the ultimate codependency thing. You know, uh, yes, you do need to, it's, it's a wonderful quality and we should all be helpful to others, but we all know, um, you know, I call them psychic vampires. Mm -hmm. You know, they latch on to you and they never let go and they expect you to solve every problem that comes up for them. And that's just, it's not healthy for anyone involved there. Um, That's well said. So. Well, one more time, Michael, um, we're coming up on the last couple of minutes. I, I'd like you to give out your um, website information again so that people can go to your website and perhaps um, get a more thorough reading from you. Today was like a big giant appetizers, but to get a thorough reading, I think would be really valuable for a lot of people. Uh, I believe that also. <laughs> Uh, people uh, are often amazed that I can, uh, I'm not psychic. I don't consider myself to be psychic. And people have a hard time believing that I can write your name and birthday down on a piece of paper and know more about you than you do. Um, <laughs> my readings are very thorough. I will always hone in on the things that jump off the page of me that really need to be addressed. Uh, but no harm can be done. That is for certain. And you will certainly have a much clearer and more concise uh, picture of who you are if you do get a complete reading. And you can do that by going to michaeljohnfierro.com. There's a lot of information on the site, but you can book a reading, you can buy a book. um, And my book is written in in somewhat of a textbook style. It's easy to follow. um, And if you do read it from cover to cover, you should be able to do a chart by the time you're done. Thank you so much for uh, leading off this year the way you have. I think you've given people a nice little picture of the good and the bad side of a a year seven. And we're very helpful to those people who called in. So I want to wish you a happy new year. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. uh, We love having you on and we just look forward to the next time. Sometime later this year. You bet. All right. Now, Gary, put your pants on and get out of bed. So they're starting to vacuum around my feet in this room. I think we better go. Thanks so much, everyone. A delight to start the year with you, and we will keep you in mind. Please keep us in mind as we go forward in 2023.